0: Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, John Jr. And of course, it wouldn't be a Thursday. Evening breaking down part one without my guy here, Greg Peniman. Greg, what's good, man?
1: What's good uh yeah, just Thursday night. Um, yeah, we are doing it right before the game. So uh gonna be have a, a nice time to see the the entire Cowboys Saints game tonight. Um but yeah, we got a lot of games this weekend. Uh four teams on by. Um, so yeah, uh I'm excited. I'm really excited.
0: One hundred percent uh we've got cleveland tennessee carolina and the packers and the packers there we go sir all four teams all i didn't by. i didn't
1: know the other three and i <laughs> just knew the fourth foot <laughs> there it is
0: well there we go this is why we make beautiful music together my brother um so please do not put those players in a fantasy lineup because they will not get you any fancy points unfortunately um however as greg said Thursday Night Football, by the time you listen to this, probably will have already taken place. Uh, but you can go back and listen to those th- that Thursday Night preview and see what we got right. You know, so, uh, a little, mm-hmm. little Jordan Humphrey, you know, yep, some Zeke Elliott over, over a hundo. You know, yep. I'm saying, <laughs> um, but obviously we're breaking down the 1 p.m. games tomorrow. You can catch us, not tomorrow, it's going to be Saturday, but you can catch us breaking down the remaining games, obviously doing starts of the week and all that cool stuff. But right now it's all about the 1 p.m. game, so let's get into the action. First off, we got the five and six Minnesota Vikings traveling to Detroit, take on the 0, 10, and one Detroit Lions. This game has a 46 and point total according to FanDuel Sportsbook. The Minnesota Vikings are seven point favorites. This game is played in a dome. In terms of injuries, on the Detroit side, DeAndre Swift he's most likely out as he's dealing with that shoulder injury that he suffered. On Thanksgiving last Thursday. Um, so he's day to day with that injury. Dalvin Cook for the Minnesota Vikings, he's also out, expected to be out as he's also dealing with a shoulder injury that's expected to keep him out. out the, the Vikings have they've been somewhat um, you know, mum on this, but there seems to be some optimism coming out of there. I personally would plan to be without Dalvin Cook for the for the rest of the fantasy year, uh, I would not drop him or anything. I would wait till we get some like official word or anything like that. But that's kind of the approach that I would take there with with Dalvin Cook uh, on the on the defensive side of the ball. Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, both linebackers from Minnesota, they were both DNP on Thursday, so something to watch there for the Minnesota defensive side. In terms of this game here, I am going to take the over here. I'm gonna actually take Detroit to cover. I will not take Detroit to win. However, I'll take Minnesota to do that Uh, for the Detroit side is Jamal Williams. He's probably going to get the start here for DeAndre Swift. So he's a volume based RB two for me this week and a good matchup. Uh, So that gives him some RB one upside right there. Uh, TJ Hawkinson. We talked about him yesterday and the confidence levels. Um, He's a lower end tight end one for me this week with a tough matchup against Minnesota a Minnesota defense that's been handling tight ends uh, pretty much all season long. Uh, And then Josh Reynolds uh, on the Detroit side has some sneaky upside. He leads this team in air yards. Uh, So he is the downfield presence. Um, No DeAndre Swift, uh, TJ Hawkinson in a bad matchup. I think Josh Reynolds has some sneaky upside here in this one. On the Minnesota side, Justin Jefferson absolutely been killing it Uh, these last few weeks. Just continue to roll him out there as as an absolute wide receiver one. Adam Thielen. It's continuing to play as a, as a wide receiver, too, that could put up wide receiver in one weeks, uh, especially when he gets in the end zone. Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to be a lower end QB one for me this week, uh, just based on you know the, the competitive nature of this game. Alexander Madison filling in for Dalvin Cook uh, is an RB one for me based on the matchup alone. Uh, but he also filled in really well for Dalvin Cook earlier in the year. So I expect that to continue.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take Minnesota to cover and Minnesota to win. Uh, yeah, I really like Minnesota in this matchup. Madison has started the week potential in this one. We know how bad Detroit's Ross defense is. Madison just been a, a great fill-in for Cook. Uh, you kind of didn't, even know the tell the differences here with the <clears throat> the performances they both put up. Uh, when one is in and one is not. Uh, I do love <clears throat> Kirk Cousins and this entire offense. Jefferson and Thielen. Both have wide receiver one upside as far as the category. And yeah, it's pretty much in the Minnesota side. I think they're just going to dominate in this game. Detroit. I do. Yeah. Jamal Williams. He's going to fill in. He's got value because no, there's no swift. He's going to get the bulk of the carries and the, in the touches. So I have him as a low and RB two. Hawkinson. I agree as low and our, no one tied in one, um, Hopefully he gets more even more targets in this one with no Swift. And yeah, Josh Reynolds, man, you know he's, yeah, he's coming in, got some deeper league value, uh, so definitely a, a play and in, in, in some deeper leagues.
0: For sure, man. Uh, moving on to this next game, so again Sunday 1 p.m. As all these games that are covering right now are <clears throat> nine and two Arizona Cardinals traveling to Chicago to take on the four and seven Chicago Bears. This game has a forty-five and a half point total. The Arizona Cardinals are seven and a half point favorites there is expected to be rain in this game so you know be on the lookout for that but big news for Arizona wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and quarterback Kyler Murray both expected to to return to action this week after a long layoff Uh, Chase Edmonds uh, not set to return this week but according to head coach Cliff Kingsbury could return in week 14, so that's just a note there just in case, you know, I have seen Chase Edmonds available in at least a couple of my own leagues, so he's he's out there in your leagues. Uh, he's a nice add to make ahead of his return next week. On the Chicago side, Justin Fields dealing with a, with a few cracked ribs. He was a limited participant in practice. I'm anticipating Andy Dalton gets to start this week, um, but obviously got to see how that situation sorts itself out as the week goes on. Cole Komet, at tight end, limited participant with a groin injury. Uh, and then Allen Robinson uh, was has been a DMP with his hamstring, so uh, definitely not counting on him. Uh, Greg, what say you in regards to this matchup?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Arizona to cover and Arizona to win. Uh, definitely continue to keep an eye on both D-Hop and Kyler. Um, you never know with these two; the, the status could be great throughout the week, and then they could just not play on Sunday. But if they're going, you're obviously putting them instantly into your lineups uh, as wide receiver ones, QB one for Murray and D Hop. Uh, James Conner, he's a low in RB one, probably his last, you know, last week if Chase Edmonds for Edmonds comes back. Uh, Connor will still have a role, so he's definitely not droppable. He, you keep him on your roster for sure. Uh, Zach Ertz, tied in one category. He's been very solid for Arizona since the trade. Uh, season high in routes last week, uh, finished as D tied in one last week. And Christian Kirk is in that wide receiver three territory if Hop can't go. Um, and on the Chicago side, <clears throat> mostly just trusting Dave Montgomery, low in RB2 for me in this matchup. Not really trusting either quarterback, if any of them, if one can go. Uh, Darna Mooney, though, and Cole Komet, those are the, the pass catchers I'm looking at every week on this team. Um, their upsides are probably capped for this matchup, but Mooney, the last three weeks have been a, a top 15 play wide receiver-wise in PPR leagues. Uh, Komet, my stream of the week, so both are definitely playable. Uh, and yeah, it, it doesn't matter if Allen Robinson is healthy or not, that you're not
0: playing. <laughs> hey, I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to take Chicago to cover, actually. going to take Arizona to win. Um, on the Arizona side, expecting Kyler to return and immediately come back to top five status here. Uh, James Conner uh, continues his reign as an RB1 for at least one more week. Could potentially see that upside capped a little bit with with Kyler Murray back. Also, you know, we know how, uh, how much of a pest Kyler Murray could be for his own running backs around the goal line. Uh, so, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, top 12 wide receiver for me upon his return. Uh, Christian Kirk. Uh, Wide receiver three, I think, with D Hop back in the mix, Um, but a high end wide receiver three for sure with some guy, a guy with some flex value. Uh, On on the Chicago side, I actually think if Andy Dalton starts, I actually do like this pass game a little bit. Um, You know, the Arizona Cardinals on first and second down over the over their last three weeks have been our thirty second in in a drop back EPA. Uh, So that's definitely something to note there. Uh, so I think they could be could be had a little bit in the past game. Or so that's wheels up for Darnell Mooney for me as well as a high-end wide receiver, too, I think, with some wide receiver one upside. Uh Dave Montgomery has had good matchups and and you know didn't come through, but you know, still an RB2 for me this week. And then Cole Komet is a is a top tight end play for me uh this week. I know he's your stream of the week, obviously. So that's uh, you know, definitely an added bonus to play him. Uh, especially with Annie Dalton in at quarterback. I think, you know, we we just see this pass game have a different kind of life when, when Annie Dalton is in there. You get a more traditional uh drop back passer there. Uh and you know, for your information, Greg, Allen Robinson is not even on my show notes. So have that there do with that information what you will. <laughs> uh moving on to this next matchup, we got the seven and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Atlanta to take on a five and six Atlanta Falcons. This game has a 50-and-a-half-point total. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 10-and-a-half-point favorites. Here I am. uh, Well, sorry, before we get into that, this game is in the Dome, so don't worry about that. Tampa Bay in terms of injuries, or Atlanta in terms of injuries, they're okay. Tampa Bay in terms of injuries, mostly okay. Antonio Brown, obviously, we know, dealing with the ankle injury. That's expected to keep him out these next two weeks. What is set these next two weeks anyway? as uh, He's been suspended uh, for violating COVID protocols by the NFL, so he'll be suspended uh, these next three games, uh, two of which he would have already missed for injury. So you won't get Antonio back, Antonio Brown back until week 16. So um, you know it's already fan- in the midst of the fantasy playoffs. He should be presumably healthy from the ankle injury. It does give him an extra week than he actually needed. To recover from the injury, so that's definitely good news there. In terms of the game here, I am going to take the under. I'm going to take Atlanta to cover. I'm going to take Tampa Bay to win. Um, on the Atlanta side, Cordero Patterson, I think he's still got to be an RB one for me. I mean, his usage last week was absolutely awesome. Um, and he should see pass game work in this game too. Uh, with them being ten and a half point dogs, I think Kyle Pitts is in a great spot. Uh, you know, the the Bucks got shredded by. Jack Doyle last week, so Kyle Pitts has got to be, uh, you know, he's got he's got to make an impact here against this Tampa Bay Buck defense that has struggled to cover the tight end. And then on the Tampa Bay side, Leonard Fournette, he's got to be an RB one again. Um, you know, Tom Brady, a QB one. Uh, in terms of wide receiver, Chris Godwin is probably the wide receiver that I prefer. Uh, but he and Evans will both be ranked on that borderline wide receiver one, wide receiver two range for me. Uh Gronk is back to being a tight end one, especially with the continued ab- absence of Antonio Brown there. So
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take Tampa to cover. I'm gonna take Tampa to win. Uh Tom Brady, I think he could finish as DQB one this week, uh, with this matchup and just how he's go- flowing so far. Uh net also a monster matchup. Uh he's gonna continue to be an RB one. Um, you said a no A B for another three weeks. Uh so Godwin and evans are both playable uh goblins that agree has the higher upside uh, is that wide receiver one evans wide receiver two category and, and gronk i still like him as well coming back uh as the low one tight and one uh, and then on landis side cordell patterson man just continue to be your your rb wide receiver one uh he's got to be definitely one of those fantasy mvp candidates because of how consistent he's been and the fact that he was undrafted everywhere uh, and, and Kyle Pitts, I do like him. Low and tight in one. Uh, let's hope we can, you know, get that that upside back a down the stretch.
0: Got to have that this week from Kyle Pitts, man. Uh, moving on to this next matchup here, we got the six and six Indianapolis Colts traveling to Houston to take on the two and nine Houston Texans. This game has a forty six and a half point total. The Indianapolis Colts in this game are eight and a half point favorites here. This game will be played in the Dome, so no, no weather concerns there. On the Indianapolis side, Jack Doyle, questionable with the knee, limited participant uh, in practice on Thursday. Uh, on the Houston side, Christian Kirksey, the linebacker, he's making his return from injury reserve, dealing with a thumb injury. Uh, wide receiver uh, Brandon Cooks and Chris Conley were both DMPs with an illness. Uh, David Johnson, he was a DMP with a thigh injury and an illness. Uh, so definitely something to watch there. Greg, where are you at with this matchup here?
1: Uh, with this matchup, going to go with the under. I'm going to go Indy to cover and, and Indy to win. Uh, this just, just sets up nicely for a JT day, and that's all That's all I want to see. That's all I want So If on the Indy side, uh, <clears throat> they should just run it through JT. I'm hoping that could kind of be like that that Buffalo game where it just uh, let him run the ball and let him continue to run the ball and, and close the game out. I do like Michael Pittman, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's upside his cap if they do decide to run the ball heavy. But I do still have my my wide receiver two category uh, with some wide receiver one upside if he gets a touchdown. Uh, and on the Houston side, still Brandon Cooks. Uh, that's the only one I'm really looking at uh, in this matchup for sure. Uh, Jack Doyle as well has some intrigue on, on the Indy side for, for tight ends.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the over here. going to take Indy to cover. going to take Indy to win uh, for Houston. Tyrod has some streaming appeal uh, for me in, in a nice matchup here. Uh, you could see Rex Burkhead utilized as the every down back potentially with David Johnson out. So makes for a nice RB3 with some RB2 upside here. Uh, cause the floor is the roof for Rex Burkhead, uh, Brandon cooks has, he's been okay in recent weeks, but you know, you got to continue to roll him out there, um, in the, in this matchup here on the Indy side, JT, I'm with you. I think they need to feed this man. I mean, if you just look at the last game that they played against Tampa Bay, they didn't feed him at all in the first half. Uh, didn't have a single carry, uh, Jonathan Taylor didn't in the third quarter. Um, but finished with 80-something yards rushing because they just fed him in the fourth quarter. It makes you think, like, oh, well, what would happen if you did that for four quarters? So either way, I think JT gets fed this week. Um, yes, sir. Michael, Michael Pittman Jr., of course, you know, that's our guy. So he's a wide receiver, too, for me as well. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Although <laughs> I am legally obligated to – Give out this information as a so-called fantasy analyst. T.Y. Hilton's playing the Texans.
1: Do with that oh, information. That, is that like his team do. that he does? Like
0: oh, T.Y. Hilton's like historic games. Oh, yes, <laughs> absolutely, 100. percent So I'm just legally obligated to, to divulge this information here on the podcast. Um, you know, do that. Do with that information what you will. Hey, Amen. <laughs> Um moving on to this next matchup here. An interesting one to us, Greg, because we'll be yes, sir. in the house. Yes, sir. Five and seven Philadelphia Eagles traveling to MetLife to take on the three and eight New York Jets. There will be a lot of green in that stadium. Uh, oh yeah. 45 and a half point total. Philadelphia Eagles are seven-point favorites. Uh in terms of the weather the weather's actually okay in this one, thank God for us. Thank god uh, we're happy but <laughs> <laughs> uh, Philadelphia quarterback Jalen Hurts. He's uh questionable with an ankle, but he said that he will play. Uh mm-hmm.
1: so, so we have like, to we have to let him know you need to play, that's why. Yeah, You're we nice.
0: like bro, we was gonna return these tickets if you wasn't we're playing. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> um Boston Scott was a DMP with an illness, Jordan Howard. DMP with the knee injury. Um, Jack Dr- Jack Driscoll on the offensive line, he's on IR with an ankle. On the Jets side, Corey Davis, he was DNP with the groin on Thursday that actually kept him out of last week's game. So it's not looking good right now for him. Uh, wide receiver Keelan Cole, he's out with COVID. Uh, so that's already two wide receivers down uh, for the New York Jets. There for me here, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take philly to cover i'm gonna take philly to win um for the jets it could be tough uh, elijah moore obviously the most notable jets player in fantasy land has a tough matchup with darius slay uh philly has been good against wide receivers so i would look elsewhere if i could afford to um i know in some deeper leagues I, he's the yeah
1: you gotta play him yeah.
0: yeah i gotta play him so yeah semi-flex there but um. Kevin Coleman could be safe, uh, but I'm not expecting much from him. You know, we'll get the volume there in the rush game. I am curious, though, because the way to beat, the way to attack this Philly defense is in the middle of the field with your tight ends. Ryan Griffin, not a tight end that you want to play. So I'm curious to see with them hurting at receiver. You remember Denzel Mims is already on COVID, the COVID list. Keelan Cole's now on the COVID list. Corey Davis is probably out. Uh, so it'll be Elijah Moore, Jamison Crowder, maybe some Braxton Berrios. Do these inside receivers have some kind of role here? Because I don't know how else the Jets are going to attempt to move the ball on Sunday. But on the Philadelphia side, Jalen Hurts, top three quarterback option for me against a Jets defense that's just been giving, up, giving it up in recent weeks to the quarterback position. Miles Sanders, a nice RB2 option this week with obvious upside for more against a bad New York Jets run defense Uh, Devontae Smith, a wide receiver, too, with definitely upside for more. But I don't think he has a a huge game this week. The Jets, again, they've been pretty good against wide receivers. Uh, In recent weeks, they've been bad, especially with the loss of Marcus May. Uh, But they actually were okay against Brandon Cooks for most of that game uh, last week. And it's not like Philadelphia has a ton of pass weapons to be concerned with. So I think Devontae Smith probably maybe doesn't get that boom game that we like to see. But Dallas Goddard, though, I think is a really nice uh tight and one option this week.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take the under, I'm gonna take Philly to cover and Philly to win. Uh the Jets have in the last eleven games against the Eagles on 11 So for those people out there uh, betters, you know <clears throat> for us Sunday. But uh yeah I <laughs> do like on the Eagles side, Jalen Hurt's season you already know he's gonna he's gonna eat in this matchup against this Jets defense. Uh Miles Sanders as well. Uh definitely a RB two solid RB two option. The pass catchers Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith. I think Goddard has more upside in this matchup uh, for sure. Um, and on the the Jets side, uh, yeah, you got to you got to keep plugging in Elijah Moore until he, you know, busts for you. But like he he's he's gonna he's still the play uh, every week. Um, I think his upside is capped though because you, right, Eagles have been really good on the perimeter. Um, Crowder though, I think could have a little upside, so I think he's a play in deeper leagues. Um, and yeah, I'm just hoping for a really really good game here.
0: You picked the wrong one, Greg. Um, <laughs> moving on to this next matchup here. We've got the 6-5 Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Cincinnati to take on the 7-4 Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh. This game has a 50.5-point total. Bengals are three-point hmm. favorites. Uh, really nice game here that we got coming. Uh, nice. there, in terms of weather, though, be mindful. There's expected to be some snow in the morning in Cincinnati, so definitely be mindful of that as we get closer to the afternoon it's expected that this rain that the snow actually becomes rain uh so uh could be a quite of a mess here uh for this game uh, seems like that's something that we want to keep a track of you know keep be mindful of as we get closer to kickoff uh in terms of injuries Cincinnati's okay but the Chargers uh cornerback Asante Samuel Jr He's questionable with a, con- with a concussion injury. He did not participate in practice on Wednesday. I don't have his Thursday status as of yet, uh, but definitely be mindful of that for the pass game for the Chargers because the Chargers were actually a, a pretty good pass defense uh, in on the year, uh, but in recent weeks they've slipped. I wonder if, you know, Asante Samuel Jr., his absence has anything to do with that. But, Greg, where are you at with this matchup here, man?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take Cincinnati to cover and Cincinnati to win. This is definitely the most exciting game for me on this entire week. I mean, two of the best quarterbacks from last year, two rookie quarterbacks, from, you know, coming in this year. Uh, Joe Burrow has been my guy. Herbert has been everyone else's guy. You know, it's just, this is going to be a great matchup uh, between these two uh, two sophomore year quarterbacks on Wait, L.A. You're Chargers.
0: Wait, you not Herbert right now?
1: I, I am, but I am, but Burrow, Burl. You just didn't. You just, you just. <laughs> I am, but in this over. matchup, I mean, I am picking Cincinnati to win. I do. <laughs> Joe, Joey B is, is my guy. He's my dynasty quarterback. Like, I took him first overall. Well, not first overall, but like my first overall pick, like. It's the my Herb, heart, though. I know, it's the Herb. My my heart, my heart has like a lot of Joey B, too, like in it, though. Like, it, it, it's tough, yo. It, it, it's tough. I hear
0: you. I hear you. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> On the Charger side, though, you know, Herbert, QB one, Eckler, RB one, Allen, Keenan Allen, wide receiver one. I mean uh Mike Williams, he's a he's a boomer bust wide receiver three. Uh if he's gonna hit, he he does hit in that wide receiver two category, but if not, it's it's basically almost unplayable. Um Jared Cook, he has some streaming value in this one on Cincinnati side. Joe Barrow, Q B one in this matchup, Joe Mixon, uh high in R B one, uh and and Higgins and Chase, uh those two have been been uh good down the stretch. Uh Higgins, they're both high and wide receiver twos to me. I think they have some uh, wide receiver one upside. Boyd has kind of been the man left out, uh, so we just got to accept it at this point. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just really high for this game. Like, I just really need to see who, you know, who's gonna have the uh, the better, the get better the game in this one because they're gonna be compared for the rest of careers these two.
0: Definitely, man. I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take Cincinnati to cover. I'm going to take Cincinnati to win. Uh again, this game has a ton of intrigue. I mean, Justin Herbert was the third quarterback taken. Joe Burrow was the <clears> first <throat> quarterback taken in their class. Uh obviously Herbert had the historical season. Uh Joey B, uh, you know, he was he was playing really well until he until he got hurt. But Joe Burrow looks like he's on top of the world right now, especially coming off a big win last week against Pittsburgh. So uh again, has a ton of intrigue. Joe Mixon for me continues his domination here. I think he gets another top five week coming along. Uh, Joe Burrow, definitely interesting here and in what should be an interesting game, but he's just outside QB1 territory for me. Um, T Higgins leads this team in target share over the last few weeks, also continuing. Uh, so, I'm, you know, definitely going to continue to play him, but also going to continue to play Jamar Chase. I mean, that upside. That that's still there, um, even though it hasn't been here in recent weeks. You also got to look at the, the game script that they've been in. These are a lot of big wins for, for the Bengals. No need to really air it out. So in a game like this where we're expecting some back-and-forth nature to it, uh, I think Jamar Chase definitely has a ton of upside. Uh, for the Chargers, simply just play the triplets, man. Uh, Herbert, Eckler, Allen, those three mm-hmm. ones at their positions. I mean, look, man, we get Keenan Allen to catch a couple more touchdowns. In my bold prediction, about three top five players coming out the Chargers. One at quarterback, one at wide receiver, one at running back. Looking pretty good. Keenan Allen just catch some touchdowns down in the stretch, man. Uh, Mike Will, wide receiver three for me, like you said. You know, he's he's definitely boomer bust. Uh, boomer bust was a person. It is Mike Williams.
1: Yep. Uh, Jared,
0: Jared Cook. Uh, my stream of the week has some stream of value and a good matchup against Cincinnati. But uh, other than that, that's really it for me. I'm not on, that, on uh, the charger side.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rely on that big three.
0: Definitely moving on to our final game here, the final matchup that we'll cover in this 1 PM slated games. We got the four and six New York giants. This can't be right. This record I have here for the dolphins. It's gotta be five and seven. Uh, the dolphins, mm.
1: Uh yes five and seven you're
0: right yeah the Dolphins are five and seven um this game has a forty one and a half point total the Dolphins are three point favorites in terms of the weather it's supposed to be okay uh, it's in South Florida so seventy nine degree weather potentially some rain uh, on the Miami side Philip Lindsay he was a DNP with an ankle injury. Uh, So that's something to note there. Seems like Miles Gaskin could get the bulk of the work here. As we saw Phillip Lindsay get 12 carries last week in his first game with the Dolphins Uh, on the Giants side, a bunch of guys sideline at practice, both sides of the ball, but the biggest injured guys we have here, Daniel Jones was limited with a neck. Uh, At first, it seemed like he was definitely out this next game and a neck injury with a neck injury that he suffered in the previous game, but was able to finish. Uh, However, Freddie Kitchens came out and said that there's still a possibility that Daniel Jones plays, got in a limited practice. So, really curious to see what happens here with Daniel Jones and if he plays. Um, Strong Shepard, he was limited with, with the quad injury that's kept him out these last couple games. And then Kadarius Tony, who, for whatever reason, like this dude can't stay healthy, <laughs> um, he was a DMP with the quad injury uh, dealing with. Um, you know, he's dealing with that quad injury. So he, that kept him out last week and he was a DMP. So I'm curious to see if he follows the same, um, you know, the same method that Sterling Shepard has followed here, uh, with dealing with his own quad injury. Um, in terms of the matchup here, I will take the over. I will take the dolphins to cover. I will take the dolphins to win the matchup here. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver one, just continue to roll him out there, you know, in terms of PPR leagues, he's got a safe of a floor as they come here. Uh Tua, I have down as a high end QB two. Uh it's not because he's not playing well. Tua is playing absolutely phenomenal, especially over recent weeks. And Greg, you obviously know that it kind of, it doesn't pain me to say it. Like I'll say it. Uh, but obviously not the biggest Tua guy uh coming into the year. So uh, Miles Gaskin uh, got him down as an RB three. Uh, if Philip Lindsay doesn't play, I think that boosts a little bit of his upside in the run game. And Mike Kosecki, man, I don't know what to do with this guy. He's legit disappeared in, in the last three weeks. Uh, I think you might have to sit him if you have another option. I mean, like a guy like Logan Thomas, I think I would definitely start in this matchup here that he has against Vegas uh, on the Det- on the D- Detroit on the Giants side right now. Might as, it's-
1: well Detroit, <laughs> might as well be Detroit, man. It might as well be
0: Detroit. <laughs> uh, right now, it's just Saquon for me, man. But if Shepard plays, if he plays, it's a big if. And Daniel Jones plays. Actually, I don't know. Maybe I'll go Shepard if he, even if Daniel Jones doesn't play. Because I think he's a real nice play against a Miami pass defense that primarily primarily runs a lot of man-to-man coverage. He'll be in the slot, so he'll be away from uh, their better corners. Uh, and we know that even if he catches eight balls for 60 yards, that's still, you know, decent thing yeah. there in the PPR yeah. league. So, Greg, all this being said, what say you on this matchup, Greg?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Miami to cover. I'm going to take Miami to win. I'm not sure when Miami, when the Giants had last played Miami, but I remember the last time Giants players were in Miami, this is when they had the photo, and it's all been downhill from there. They played the Packers in the playoffs, and it's just been downhill from there, uh, on the Giants side, like I honestly don't see any intrigue in any of the players. Saquon, because of his name, I have him as in RB three category. But this this team has just been offensively, it's just been pretty bad. Both defenses has been have been uh, pretty solid over the last couple weeks. The Giants always had a solid defense. Miami is getting much better over the last three to four weeks, uh, creating turnovers like they did last year. Um, on Miami side. I like to uh, agree with you high in QB2. His completion percentage over the last two weeks have been over 80% uh, each of the last two games. Gaskin, I I do like a little more. You know, he's been coming on strong lately. Last three of the last four weeks. Uh, He's been in PPR RB1 category. I have him as a high high in RB2 in this one. Uh, He's averaging over 18 carries in the last four weeks. So he's getting a lot of volume. Jalen Waddle, I agree with you. Low on wide receiver one. He's averaging close to nine targets a game. And yeah, Mike Isecki, I have him like, like high in tight end two, like low in tight end one category. Uh, I would still start, yeah. Logan Thomas, like a, a Pat Fry, Murph, I would start over him. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. But yeah, the, the Giants, I don't like see anybody to like really be hyped to play over. But yeah, the Sterling couldn't even finish the game. He might come in and get hurt. Like he's, him and Tony are like the same. Like it's, it's crazy. Like I don't even know why I'm wearing a sweatshirt. Like it's crazy. Like I'm, I'm so upset this year about this team. It's the most boring team to watch in football.
0: They did a they they really did a great job of finding Sterling Shepard's yeah. eventual replacement.
1: Yep. Yep, Someone's going to produce when he's in, but when he's in it's like a big if. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least at least Kadarius Tony, and maybe it's cuz he's a, you know, he's a little younger, got a little <laughs> more, more fresh legs. At least he finishes the game injured, you know, like he he'll play and right. you will He's injured, and you're like, oh, that doesn't look good. And then he comes back.
1: Right. But right. then he's
0: out for like the next two weeks. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough.
0: Yeah. And I don't want to drop him because I, ha- you know, I've got Kadarius Tony littered in a few leagues, and I yeah. don't want to drop him because I'm like, Yo, the talent
1: you know, is just so there. It's crazy. The
0: talent is good. I just think about that 10 for 189 game. And I was like, <laughs> just he's got Dallas in a couple of weeks. I'm like, hey, Aww, man. 189. Like it's coming. <laughs> it's coming, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but anyway, everybody, that covers the 1 p.m. matchups here. So, we appreciate y'all for kicking it with us. Uh, again, we did the confidence level stuff. I actually po- put up a poll on my Twitter account at JRFootballNerd on Twitter. So, if you want to go uh vote on the poll, we did the confidence levels. I've actually got more players and we actually discussed on there. So, you could if you want to see where people where the results are on guys like Alvin Kamara, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Kyle Pitts, TJ Hawkinson, DK Metcalf, and company, Uh, definitely go check it out. But thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, just make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you hit the notification bell. Make sure you stay plugged in with us because we're trying to get you these chips. Yes, sir. sir. So with that being said, y'all, we appreciate y'all. Make sure you come back for part two. We'll break down the remaining games, starts of the week. Play some Get Money. Uh, I think, did you win last week, Greg, or did I win? I
1: oh, I didn't I check it, honestly. Yeah, But I'm, a, so. I'm a, Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> but anyways, we'll confirm that before the next show. But everybody, have a good one. And we're out of here. Peace.
1: We out. Are...